Welcome to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. During today's episode, your host, Mark Friedman, may discuss specific financial planning and investment ideas that are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Please remember that investing involves risk and may include loss of principal. Always consult a certified financial planner professional, qualified attorney, or tax advisor prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. And now, here's the host of Dollars and Cents, Mark Friedman of Friedman Financial. another episode of Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. My name is Mark Friedman and I'm joined again by my co-host Marion Gilman. How are you today, Marion? I'm great. How are you, Mark? I'm good. You, you seem to always be great every time we do this. Yeah, you know what? I got to have a positive attitude, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with a negative attitude, why go through life like that? Yeah. Did, when, when you ask people, actually, when you say, how are you doing? Do, do anybody go, oh, I'm feeling lousy today? Yeah, those are the people you say, oh, I'm never asking them again how they are. Exactly, exactly. We, we've learned, you know, you, you know not to ask certain people how you're doing because they go, oh, I've got this ache in my elbow or this pain in my shoulder. I went to see the doctor they yesterday. They actually and, tell you. Yeah, they, they do. They want to tell you the whole story. That's right. So, That's right. you know, we, we've been doing this. It's, it's hard for me to believe that we've been doing, you know, this type of a, I call it a podcast, but we did a radio show for almost 12 years yep. and then been doing the podcast a long time. And something happened yesterday when I was visiting with a client and he's been with us about three years. And we were talking about, you know, his life in retirement. He was leaving a job, about to retire. Now is drawing income from his portfolio. He has some social security income. His wife's not working right now. He was wondering, should his wife take social security? They're a little bit young to take it, but you know, he was saying to me though that he spends a lot of time listening to this podcast he's listened to past radio shows because he was only with us for three years he goes on our quarterly webinar which anybody who listens to this show is welcome to attend our quarterly webinar and what he said to me was rather remarkable he says to me you know mark one of the things that i've really grown to like about your firm is you guys are always consistent with your messaging despite the volatility in the markets and you know that's so true um I, of course, we've been working together for 23 years now. A long time. Really amazing. Um, and it has, we have always had that same consistent me- message, always. We've never varied from that. It is a long-term horizon. You know, you call it whatever you want. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, you can look at it however you'd like. But with your financial life, it's a long, you're making long-term decisions with your money, you're making long-term decisions with how you save, how you invest, how, you know, what other things money is used for, and also, you know, just your life in general, how that's going to look. And you have to be consistent about that or you're not gonna be successful. You really do, I mean, we have been so good, I think, the number of decades you and I have been in this business now, of really trying to help clients focus more on what we call the horizon rather than the waves in the ocean. It, because it's so easy to get wrapped up into the day-to-day noise that is thrown at us every day. And look, years ago, before cell phones, where did we get our information? 
Yeah, it was the newspaper, right? right. I or, mean, or the, the six o'clock news, right? Yep, and the stock tables in the newspaper. You know, that's where you got your information about what securities were doing that. Yeah, day. what happened yesterday? Yeah, right. Exactly. Not, you never knew. Right. Not what happened five minutes ago. Nope. Right. Nope. And right. It just didn't happen that way. And and I think we were more calm, more patient, more just willing to just kind of go with the flow rather than being so reactionary and so heightened on everything that came through. Well, think about that, Mark, because, you know, your house is not valued every day. That's right. So people don't look at real estate very differently. Even if they own an investment property, it's not valued daily. So they look at that very differently than they do a stock, you know, that is traded daily, actively all day, um, and they can see that price variation constantly. Well, I remember the story of, uh, we had a client, she has since passed away. She had a ton of GE stock. And her GE stock sat in a safe deposit box. Her certificates sat there. That was very common. Right. And all she got was a dividend check. And she was very happy. It could, could care less. that She got the dividend check. She had no idea whether GE stock had gone up or gone down. That's and right. and that's how she just got her check. And then all of a sudden, she found out that her GE dividend check was going to drop precipitously. And she wondered why. She had no idea that the value of her GE stock had dropped precipitously as well. But she had no idea the value of her stock had increased either that's prior right. to that. So she, she didn't know what the high watermark was, nor did she know what it was valued at today. And so she was just very content on getting her dividend check until the dividend check changed. Right. We saw this same thing happen in the banks. For the, you know, I think people have finally forgotten or moved on from the fact that yes, in the 80s, CDs were paying 12 and 14% or more. It's, it was amazing. Right, and they, that's what you do. You put your money in the bank, you got your interest, you could live off it easily. That's right. Well, depending upon your situation, of course. Even even after rates went down, because that was a relatively short amount of time right. that rates were that high. But even after that, rates were consistently in the 5 to 6% range. Still a very good interest rate at the bank, and you could live off of that. Right, and then all of a sudden, people got mad because the banks weren't paying anything. Well. You know, they're paying 0% or 1%. I can't live off 0 or 1%. That's right. Well, it wasn't the bank's fault. It was the economic cycle. And still, as we've talked back in the 80s to where we are in 2023 today, having some money in cash, having some money in bonds, having some money in stocks, not individual securities, but those package products, the mutual funds, the index funds, the ETFs that are out there, a well-diversified portfolio, a plan around what your long-term future looks like has worked. That's for sure. And, you know, that's why we always espouse that. Uh, it's been, con you know, a consistent winner for us. But, you know, again, it's everybody has a different philosophy. And those who grew up during the Depression or, you know, the older generation typically kept their money at the bank and they felt safe with that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to go out a little bit more on the risk spectrum in order to keep up with inflation. That's extremely important. And you know, I think back to 2008, 2009, when we had the financial crisis, the markets dropped, we had 
COVID in 2022, that that was in a 2020. 2020. 2020. We had uh, 9/11, which was what was that? 2001, 2002, something right, like that. 2001. And and I can't tell you how many people we used to see that would come to our office and they would say, "Oh, I sold out because I saw my portfolio drop." And now they want our help trying to make it all back. And and it's a very difficult situation. I once did an exercise for a client who had sold out, um, got back in you know, a short time later, but still had been out of the market for that initial ascent when it went started going back up. And it's really eye-opening. Um, as a matter of fact, I, I warned the clients. In, we always do. The one I did in advance. Well, we, we, I warned them not to sell out, but I also warned them, you know, do you really wanna know what this is? Because you know, hindsight is a wonderful thing, right? Or when it's working it's in your favor <laughs> or it's traumatic right you know and so do you really want to look back on you know something that wasn't great versus going forward you have a whole you know you start anew that's all there is to it and you look forward and you make the best of it right and there's, there's certain things you can control and certain things you can't control that's right and one thing we can't control is the direction of the stock market the direction of the bond market the direction of interest rates or inflation and, but what we do know, they all go through cycles. Right. And you just have to wait it out sometimes. But what we can control, we can control our ability to get a better education. We can control our ability to get a better job, to manage our finances if we want, to pick a second job. We can manage a lot of those things. And we can, you know, we can manage our spending. It's interesting. I was listening to um, another podcast this morning and um, he was talking about how far away we've gotten from using cash. Right. And the experience of walking into a Starbucks, say. Well, actually, he used the example of walking into a supermarket. Didn't, he didn't have his credit cards with him. He only had $20 in cash. So he was limited. He walked in the supermarket, and he only bought the necessities because he only had $20 and that's as far as it went. You know, that's all And that's him. what it was years ago. You were given that's money right. to put into an envelope, basically that's, the pin money or whatever you wanted to call that's it. That's right. That's how you budgeted. I, I, my aunt used to do that all the time. And she had all these envelopes that had the money for the week for the budget. It's and interesting. You, that's what you, you know, you went in and you spent that cash. Well, now, when, have, when was, I can't even remember the last time I paid with cash. I paid everything with a credit right, card. Right, but you walk into that supermarket now and you say, I don't even know what all this is going to add up to. That's right. Right? You yeah. just stick your card in and it's covered. Right. And you know, and also you look at, you know, you look at your credit card bill at the end of the month and you might just disregard it. You might just look at, oh, okay, the total figure is whatever it is. Right. And you pay it and that's the end. Well, you don't see that you went to Starbucks four times a day. <laughs> so you have 60 charges on there. Right. You know, something like that. And, so you just go in and you automatically pay for it by credit card. You don't even know what you're spending. Don't even think about it. And well, at Starbucks, it's worse. You order ahead. I mean, who even knows what you're spending, right? Right. You walk in, you walk out. <laughs> I don't even know what it costs, exactly. right? Exactly. You, you've shown that little uh, QR code on your phone and it's yeah. like, well, what is it? I don't care. It's just, just charge me. Yeah. It's fine. Exactly. And uh, that, that has its pluses and minuses. And we've talked about the, yeah. the challenge of convenience yeah. and what that what convenience has cost us That's lately. Right. That's but you right. know, you know, you you talked Marion about um, this idea about housing and if, yeah. if houses were priced daily. 
Well, some people feel that houses are being priced daily right now because you can go to Zillow. Oh, yeah. And how accurate is that, though? That's what we're really finding is right. that Zillow price means nothing. Well, and very, you know, if you really look at Zillow and take a good hard look at it, they give you a range. And that range is pretty wide. Pretty wide. It is not a tight range many times, particularly for housing around here that's a little more expensive. You could have an $80,000 range in price. Oh, easily. And what, yeah. what Zillow says your house is worth. Now, most people think, oh, whatever Zillow says my house is worth, I can probably get more in this market. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I'm not so sure about that. You're, I, in fact, I, I had it happen personally. Zillow had listed my house when we sold our house five or six years ago. Um, they had told us what we, they thought the house was worth. We used that as a guiding post. Even our broker who uh, we were working with suggested that Zillow was listing it too high. And we had to take a pretty good haircut on what we sold our house for. So the, those go through hills and valleys as well. The bottom line is, is you need to make sure that when you're looking at your personal finances, it's not to be compared to your neighbors or your sister or your mother or your coworker or whomever. This is your personal financial situation. And it's unique to you. Right. And you know, people will say to us all the time, I'm sure you get this as well, how much do I need to retire? What's the number? Well, there is no number. It depends what you spend. It depends how you're going to live your life. It depends what the income streams you have, what other income streams you have. So, depends on so much. It is unique to you. Absolutely, and it's, you know, it, it's really remarkable to me how many people think about. Well, if I earned X amount, or if I had Y amount of dollars in my net worth, I'd be okay. Yeah. And it's you, we're not trying to hit a target. Everybody spends differently. Some people are very satisfied living off five thousand dollars a month, and others can't imagine spending less than twenty-five thousand a month. And if you have a target, by the way, that target is usually a moving target. All the once, time. Because once you hit it, now you got a new target that's twice as much a as what the old target absolutely. was. Absolutely. And so what's really interesting, let's say you're making two or $300,000 as a household. And that might be a, a larger, as those of you that are listening saying, two or $300,000, I can only wish I was making that amount of money. But there are people that are making two and $300,000 that haven't saved a nickel. And they spend everything. And they can't everything. figure out how they possibly could save it. Now. Right. And so they fi they figure, well, I'm going to, at 65 or 70, whenever they want to stop working, well, they're going to retire. Well, how are you going to continue to maintain that lifestyle if you haven't been able to save any money? And then there are others that make $100,000 a year in a household, but still manage to put a decent amount of money away on an annualized basis and can continue to live their life in retirement similar to how they lived while they were working. And that's, you know... Everybody's different. Certainly is. And that's why we take a different approach in our office where we look at your unique situation and tailor our advice to your situation. Right. And it isn't about a single solution. Oh, you Absolutely. need to do that. Or you, or you need to change this. It's big picture knowing all the time that things are moving. Someone might die in your family. You might have an unexpected expense that pops up. Always. You lose your job, whatever it might be. You, a financial advisor, a certified financial planner, especially all of us at Friedman Financial, we understand that everything we do has to be fluid. You can't be handcuffed. You need a backup plan in everything. Absolutely. So if now's the time for you to get serious about your financial planning and investment management needs, 
we would be delighted to talk with you. It's a great time to schedule your first initial consultation. It's the summertime. People really aren't thinking about getting their financial house in order. I will tell you, when it gets to November and December, it gets really busy and really frantic. This is a great time to do it. So if now is the time for you to say, you know what? I've been working with a financial advisor or perhaps I've been doing it on my own. I need a second opinion. I want somebody to look at this. Give us a call, 978-531-8108. That's 978-531-8108. Or if you want to learn more about the firm, we put everything out there. You want to see how we work, what we do, who we are, what our background is, who we serve, all of that stuff, it is on our website. You just go there, FriedmanFinancial.com. That's Friedman. Two E's and a D. Financial.com. You can sign up for our weekly newsletter if you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Send us your questions. Send us your feedback. Have a wonderful day, everybody. We're going to get out and enjoy this sunshine. in the It's at end of July, right? Unbelievable. Yeah, summer's almost over, so we're going to try to enjoy it as best we can. Have a great day, everybody. Come on.